Hey everybody, and welcome to episode three of season two of Bottled Up, a wine podcast of sorts. I'm your host, Sean Linehan, and I'm joined with my other host. Oh, that's me, Jen. Oh, Mary. that's you, Jen. Yeah, Jen. I was like, wait, am I saying my own name? We never I know. Sometimes this. I say it. Sometimes you say it. It's, it's a fun surprise, good. though. It's nice. You know, uh, inconsistency. It, it's consistent. Starts us off on a high. <laughs> uh, yes, we we like to start high when we are recording. Yeah. Um, we've got a special treat for these next three episodes. Uh, we're doing something a little new here. We're going to do a deep dive into one grape. <gasps> um, like it, I don't know if you listened last week, you know that we tried uh, two different bottles of Sancerre to kind of explore the world uh, of difference that you can get from the same. Sean, I remember and, it like it was yesterday. <laughs> uh, if I, you know what, that's a little hazy for me from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was fun. So I thought maybe this time, rather than just have this one bottle and move on to the next grape and the next or the next topic, why don't we really take some time and explore what this grape means when it's in a different place, a different country or, or you know, made in a different methodology. So we're I starting. love a trilogy. So we don't even need to go much further than that. Like, I'm that excited. Like, I love a trilogy. I barely count Jaws 4 as being real. Um, (laughs) It's funny because I barely count Jaws 3. You know, if I could swap them, (laughs) that would be the better trilogy. But, um, you know, who doesn't love a good trilogy? And, you know, it's it's meant to be in a three-part. I think so, because this is a a lordly grape. It is a lordly grape that is from a... um, trilogy sounding town it is uh, it or is. area it is area municipality yeah. <laughs> i could maybe say um yeah so this this is our first uh our first dive into granacha granacha in spain or grenache in france or the u.s or even and i have a fruit fly buzzing around me i was you know what you were doing uh we are we are on zoom today kids, okay. just yeah, we're back schedules. On zoom. and uh and sean was doing weird hand things and i <laughs> i didn't know if he was i mean you all can't see them but i thought he's really excited to flourish i do this grape name and then I realized you, were, you were trying to kill a, kill fruit a fly, fly which yeah. is different very different yeah um but yeah so um, we're, we're in spain we're in yeah, Spain this time we're in Spain, but also um, Sardinia is another oft-mentioned. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, about, it's actually um, um, it's it's posited that the grape originated in Sardinia and was brought yeah. over to Spania by none other than our favorites, priesty peep, priesty boys. Priesty boys, uh, no sleep till <laughs> Spain. Um, yeah, uh, to Aragon, right? Um, the which is interesting because um, I don't know much about Sardinia, but one time mm-hmm. I borrowed um, miles. <laughs> a lot of okay. them a lot from of miles. the folks I used to nanny for. And I got to fly to Italy first class and back with my mom, uh, yep. which was a lovely treat. And on the way back, uh, they had a guest chef for the first ple- first class people. <laughs> well, then. In Al Italia's first class section uh, from Sardinia. And uh, oh. so we got airplane Sardinian food, <laughs> which included huh. airplane goat Oh. Um, and I'm going to go out on a tiny limb 
and say that actual Sardinian food is better than Sardinian you know, food. I, but I'm I gonna, don't know much about it. I'm going to guess that the um, guest chef of Air Italia uh, wasn't sitting up there with a little grill. <laughs> how how they liking it back there, but in Italian. Right, yeah, yeah. Or Sardinian. I mean, who or knows? Or Sardinian. She's like, you know, yeah. just like flipping yeah, over on. little uh, little goat steaks. Oh, my God. I actually hope it was exactly what was happening. But you are probably correct. Um, but yeah, they uh, history, history tells us that the grape may have uh, come from Sardinia to um, Aragon. Um, and just so we're clear, that's Aragon, not Aragorn from other yeah, trilogies from other trilogies with small hairy folk right that we enjoy in fact uh sean you probably know all of this so i don't know why i'm saying this out <laughs> loud but maybe for our listeners uh in 1479 upon john ii of aragon's death the crowns mm -hmm. of aragon and castile were united to form the nucleus of what is modern spain um the Aragonese lands not to be confused with the argonauts uh -huh. who are also historical but i don't remember what they did the Aragonese lands however retained autonomous parliamentary and administrative institutions such as the courts until the nueva planta decrees promulgated mm. between 1707 and 1715 by philip v of spain in the aftermath of the war on spanish succession finally put an end to it am i right listen to that little a little history lesson for, and that was just off the cuff yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've been the studying the Argonese for some time. Yeah. Um, I mean, all and... I could think about when, when you're doing that is you, you said uh, that Aragon was the nucleus of Spain. Um, so does that does that make Garnacha the mitochondria, the powerhouse yes. of the cell? I believe so. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was because, uh, yeah, Aragon and Castile were they 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 united in holy nuclei. <laughs> And, I uh, love this. This is fantastic. That's, that's what happened. And what it actually made me think of, because uh, I, I just was like, I'm sorry, is is there actually Argonese? Is that actually a word? Mm -hmm. um, my favorite moment in uh, Return of the King, if you will, is not actually in the movie. Uh, and it's because uh, they say, uh, Thaden King at one point says, it's time to muster the Rohirrim. And at no point following that does anyone say the Rohirrim have been mustered. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think it's a huge missed opportunity. There's oh, Rohirrim mustard. I right? see some bottled up branding coming right? up. Right? Because I would I would lick some mustard off of Aomer. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there was no know. time that they like it was like it was like somebody set it up. They were like, muster the Rohirrim. And then I'm just waiting for another four hours of the extended version for one person to tell me they've been mustered. It's just Peter Jackson in the background <laughs> screaming from behind a tree. Not saying it out loud. But yeah, the Argonese, I enjoy that as a word. That's a good word. And even if it's not, we're adopting that. That, yeah, it was in Argonese. Wikipedia, so it must be true. Yeah. Oh, Wikipedia is the, the most legit source of information in the world. Yeah, totally. Obviously. So, yeah. But anyway, the the crown of, of Aragon transported Garnacha vines um, out of Garnacha or out of Aragon as well to other parts of Europe. And so, you know, it really is the center yeah. a little bit of it's, all things. It started the Garnacha diaspora across Europe, uh, and which led to some of the most expensive... Diasporanese. <laughs> Diasporanese. <laughs> All right, now we're, we're diving a little deep here. 
<laughs> but Grenache is the base grape. Grenache or Grenache is the base grape for some of the most expensive wines in the world. Like you go over you, when you get into France, which we'll talk about later um, in another episode, you, you get, you know, your your Rhone wines, which is where your super expensive Chateauneuf de Pop and stuff like that comes from. And in in Spain, in Priorat, you have beautiful, beautiful, expensive Grenache for five, six, seven hundred dollars a bottle. That's not what we have. We we do not have that, friends. And in fact, what we have is also not Grenache. We uh, learned a little lesson this week, kids, um, and it is, you know how the ki- you know how the people say, you know the people, <laughs> the and people. sometimes the people say, "Don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry." Uh, which I do all the time. Big mistake. It's how I end up with lots of weird shit in my fridge that I'm never going to eat, like broccoli. Raisin Um, pancakes. um, Or crazy pancakes, yes. That's (laughs) that's how I I get a lot of vegetables that go go to my fridge to die. Well, you have to have Um, something to throw away at the end of the week. Right. I mean, like... That's my view on vegetables. Am I no garbage person? Am I... (laughs) What do I compost? But the... uh, Anyway, you should also not, perhaps, go to the liquor store already drunk. Yeah, maybe if you've already recorded an episode and had several glasses of delicious French white wine. Maybe not. You know what you'll do? You'll read the tag that the wine store plopped on the bottle, Mm -hmm. but not the bottle itself. Not the bottle itself, uh, which is counter uh, to all the advice we give about making sure. All the advice we give you every single week. (laughs) Read the label, pay attention to the label. The label will help you pick good wine. And uh, that's not what Boy, we did. did. we fail? But we don't know. This might be good wine. No, I, yeah. I, I have Sorry. every confidence that this will be good wine. But we did not get Garnacha. We got Garnacha Tintorera, which is a cross between the noble grape of Garnacha and uh, Petit Boucher. Which is a smaller grape. Which is a small. It's Petit. Uh, it is, it, which is itself a hybrid of Alicante Boucher. Uh, you know, we could deep dive into the genetic history family tree of these grapes. But we're not going to. Yeah, let's not. We didn't. Um, we didn't do any twenty three and me on this grape ourselves, so we we can't know if any of that's true. No, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't trust it because I don't want the FBI to have the DNA profile uh, of um, this yeah. grape. You don't Come don't on. put that information out there. All Listen, right? kids, what are you going to give them next? The last four digits of your soch <laughs> and your mother's maiden name grapes. Come on. And that street you grew up on. I saw your answers on Facebook. I know yeah. you all not that bright. <laughs> I just opened four <laughs> credit cards with your kid's name. You're welcome. <laughs> Not really, FBI or anyone listening. Honestly. Or anyone listening. No, we, yeah. we only we only care about grapes here on Bottled Up. It's not up. a thing we've done. We're just drinking. Um, but the the fun thing about the cross with uh, with with the Petit Boucher uh, and the Grenache is we get a grape that has a pink skin and red fruit. Most so grapes have pink skin and white fruit, and that's how like you can make white wine from a red-skinned grape or a purple-skinned grape. But uh, in this case, this, this is one of the very, very few uh, species of Vinus vinifera, which is the European grape that gives us wine. Um, now we're seeing other species come into play with climate change, but that's another episode. Yeah, that's not for today. That's not for today. I just get That's the extended version of this part one of the trilogy. <laughs> the mustard! <laughs> <laughs> Several extra scenes of Frodo and Oh, grapes. the pillow fight from hell. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, the worst. But uh, yeah, so so we have a grape with deep red flesh and a red skin. So I'm expecting we're going to get an inky black uh, wine out of this. And especially since it's got a little Merlot blended in there, I think we're going to get a really dark, pretty color. 
uh, wine. I'm excited. Ironically, we went to pick out a different bottle of Grenache because the first one we grabbed was also a blend. So we should yeah. not be trusted. We, <laughs> I mean, season two that's is a the totally season of distrust, us. folks. <laughs> but you should trust us completely. But we shouldn't trust ourselves. Yeah, we need to uh, be a little Perhaps. less rushing. Maybe we need to go back into pandemic times when we didn't have lives outside this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid jobs. <laughs> they get in the way of everything. <laughs> Stupid world coming back. Oh, man. Knock Remember it off. Those days when we could wake up and record at 10 a.m. Right. Start, start day just, drinking. Right. And then just record for 12 hours. You people have no <laughs> idea. Um, but yeah, so let's. Uh, so the, the wine we grabbed uh, is um, specifically from. Almanza, which I may or may not be saying correctly. Yeah, that's great. Maybe fancier. Well, good. Um, say it in Spanish. So, Almanza. There we go. Fair. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and it is uh, Neil, but spelled I before E. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no C involved. Uh, Neil Santo Fimia. 2019 mixy fun thing anyway it's it's got a fun name and the label was funner when we were drinking but it was and now i'm just like this label's hard to read yeah it's it's hard and it's like it's got lily pads on it and it's i kind don't of, understand the yeah, lily pads i'll be honest but um, it, it is it is a dop wine so it has to come up to the strict spanish laws for the region so this isn't just a haphazard this isn't like the t edwards merlot that we got that was an epic failure Oh, that was a shame, wasn't it? That one. Oh, I still have the bottle unconsumed, op half open. Um, so, yeah, this is DOP Almanza. So this is an official Spanish region. Almanza is kind of in between. Uh, oh, it's basically the middle of the southeast corner of Spain. And if you draw a line, I, funny enough, basically from Almanza straight across, you hit the bottom of Sardinia. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. well, because um, what I did learn about Almanza specifically is that it it, it is it was Moorish at one time. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there is a, a huge uh, castle, uh, a Moorish castle uh, in the middle of the town. And uh, it the, the town itself is built at the foot of a white limestone crag. Oh, white limestone crag. Not in Scotland, but I assume affects our grippies. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that with our Sancerre episode, which yeah. was growing on limestone. And then when he moved uh, vineyards just a little bit further down the road, um, still in Sancerre, still, you know, literally a couple meters down um, to a rocky or so, we had a totally different grape uh, profile. Yeah. So that, that, um, so that we might, we might find some comparative notes if you yeah, will those that, that probably won't this mineral profile weird. is going to be super important the other thing is like these are grown pretty high up this is a thousand meters in the air not in this the air they're on they're on dirt you know they're not just floating in the air that would be jack and the magic grape stalk <laughs> but it's in it's in a very hot very arid place so the that's a fun thing with garnacha and even with garnacha tinto terra is that uh you know it's hot so there's a lot of sugar in these grapes so that alcohol it gets up there, often hitting fifteen percent. Which I say this one's like a fourteen point five. This, this is fourteen point no five. Yeah. So these are, they're smaller grapes, so they don't have quite the same sugar content as traditional garnacha. So they're not going to get up to the fifteen fifteen five. Um, that gives you the body and structure that is typical of garnacha. I brought a sugar packet into the room. I'm zooming from, so I, you know, if it needs it, I'll just throw it. You in. just chuck it in there. You it's know, totally normal. A little, a little domino packet. 
as we go to a quick break uh, and grab our wines and glasses, uh, you know, contemplate how often you should not throw a sugar packet in wine, because uh, <laughs> I think that's for the best. Yeah, unless you're making a cocktail. Drink. And then we're going to pop the cork on this Neil. We're going to pop Neil's cork. We'll pop be back. Pop Neil's cork. Just right. a mo. <laughs> And we're back. I've got my bottle here. I've got my trusty corkscrew, my waiter's friend. That's what it's called, and I love it so much. Uh, it is the waiter's friend. You're not, there is not a waiter in the world carrying one of those weird T-shaped fucking things or some electronic shit in their no. little the fucking, waiter apron thing. The, 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 he hit the button, and, but it's like... Zzz. No, that's no, not a Nobody thing. carries a doing. cork vibrator in their apron. <laughs> Well, and if they do, it's not for that. It's um, not for that. Welcome back, kids. Woo. Yeah, uh, we have. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and pop the cork on this Neil, and uh, yeah. we just wanted to make sure you guys were listening in in the first segment. Uh, a little pop quiz while Sean pops. I of course have pre popped because I can't pop and talk at the same time, pop as we talk. all know. Um, who died in 1479, um, allowing the regions of Aragon and Castile to unite and form the nucleus of modern Spain. Okay, listeners, who was it? If you are shouting John II, a.k.a. <laughs> Juan Eldos. Juan if Eldos. you are just shouting it at your pa, I hope you're on a subway train right now and oh, it's God. early in the morning and you are shouting, I know this! It's that- Argonese! <laughs> you know, subways early in the morning for our non-New uh, York City listeners are always the place to do random things that scare people because some people are you're just so into like, oh my God, I have to go to work today and I hate my whole life mode that you know, when something does catch you out of the ordinary, like one morning I was traveling to work and researching for real research, not just for fun, uh, porn, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) because I used to host a show where comedians riffed on porn. Yeah, Uh, Very funny, softcore porn, not like nasty hardcore stuff. Yeah, Skinamax. Or hot hardcore stuff, depending on how you feel. Anyway, there's me Googling porn, looking at porn videos, uh, clips and photos and whatnot and then that's when i realized that the two people on either side of me were like where is this bitch's office because what is she looking at (laughs) (laughs) and so i like the idea of somebody just being like john the second like out of nowhere (laughs) i'd run down the train and high five that person ditto yeah and be like you know you know about argon (laughs) um conversely folks from out of town when you come into new york city on the subway in groups and you want to start some sort of sing-along kill yourself yeah okay that is not a thing anybody Um, enjoys no no. one literally no one a random shouting of john the second fine fine realizing the homeless guy walking at you is singing man-eater amazing group of tourists trying to start sweet caroline you're gonna get yelled at by me yeah yeah don't do that don't ever do that don't ever 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 do that legitimately I yelled at an entire group of people <laughs> and they got off the train at the next stop. Well, good. I hope they learned an important power. lesson. No, but of course the next stop I was going bum, bum, bum. So I still hate them is my point. Oh yeah. Anyway, this cork smells delicious. That whole time I had this cork up my nose you, a little you bit. You sure and, did. I saw you. And it was really yummy smelling. The corky COVID test. Mm-hmm. It does smell nice. Um, and it is, this cork is stained dark, dark purple. Oh yeah, no, no, I am excited to pour. And I am pouring into my bottled up glass. Me um, too. 
And, oh yeah, look at that. That is, that is colorful. Oh my God, like my language. Like, my like, Lord. It is 100% completely, absolutely opaque. Totally. It is black. Um, with little purple bubbles on the side. Oh, that's, yep. that's neat. This is, this is, this is blood. This is like, I mean, like, this is like that, like, this is the wine they used when they were shooting uh, True Blood to make it look like the yeah. True Blood beverage. Look at that. That's crazy. I don't think, I think there's only been one other time where I've had a wine this dark. Um, and that was also in, also in Spain. Yeah. It was I'm, in I am Mallorca. sitting in front of a window and I, nothing, there's nothing. I nothing. got nothing. You got mine in front of my uh, Phillips Hue. Uh, Phillips Hue, if you are listening to this and would like to sponsor us, you can reach us at BUPpodcast at gmail.com. I just took on, I just turned on my UB size <laughs> ring light. And uh, no matter what setting I put that on, nothing. Nothing. Pitch black. That's great. And that's because uh, we've got, uh, you got the, those, those, those petite bouchat, bauche, excuse me. Uh, grapes that mixed in with the Grenache to get the <laughs> <laughs> thanks, John. No one should quote me in any universe. Um, it is, but, it, and you know why, Sean? You know why it's so dark, and you know why that's such a good thing? Because the first of any trilogy shouldn't reveal all the things. No, and it should be dark. Right, because also, where are you going to go? Yeah. If you, I know everything at the end of the first trilogy, where am I going? Yeah, you. I'm not watching number not two. Watching the I don't care. One. Seems dumb. Much as the what. two towers is my favorite. The second of any trilogy is off my favorite. So, um, I'm not saying I'm not going to like this wine, but I have a precedent. Okay. That Return um, of Grenache might be the better. I think Return of Grenache might be well more Grenache and less Grenache, <laughs> but. Uh, if you if you if you give your glass a little swirl, it actually coats the glass in purple. Like, it's so fun, you guys. And it's got this these is... thick legs, which means this alcohol is screaming up there. I can't. And I'm. Oh yeah, I'm that was my curious. nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> thick legs screaming up there. Thick legs screaming up there. Woo! <laughs> That's that thing is. Stupid. <laughs> um, so let's give it a little taste, huh? A little smell. I'm excited. Okay, it smells like ganache. It's got that kind of spicy. I was gonna say it's got a little peppery. I got yeah. super pep right in my nose. Tip, pretty typical. You get that spice or licorice in there, and then uh, some cherries, maybe maybe raspberries, and a little bit of oak. Just a little tiny little bit of oak. I say this is the time. I know in last week's episode. Some of you might remember that I was objecting. Well, not objecting, but I was. Uh, being annoying <laughs> about the word smoky because mm -hmm. i think it's such a it, it evokes such a specific smell for me but i think this nose is a little bit a little sm smoky okay i was gonna say leathery oh interesting yeah um well, you know listen it smells like a suede handbag oh right well i haven't sniffed enough of those <laughs> All right, okay let's okay. let's let's stop smelling because that's the other thing this is 14.5 percent alcohol you sniff too long it's just burning your nose and you're going to not really smell things anymore. Okay. It's flatter than I than I anticipated. And I'm wondering if it needs to air. 
It needs to All burn right. off. Burn off. Let's talk more about the Lord of the Rings, because yeah, right. My first sip, I'm not in love. I'm not yeah. in love. It's it's a, falling a little flat for me. It's got a little bit of zing. Um, it's got burn from alcohol. Yeah, that's um, what it is. Because you know what? It had so it like there was so many things going on in the nose, and then I just took a sip, and all I got was like booze. booze. Yeah, it's kind of burning in the chest a little bit. I can feel yeah. it in the back of my throat. Um, there's a little bit of the spice in there. There's kind of some dusty tannins in the back. Dusty tannins. Yeah. I think I saw her at a burlesque that show. That's my drag name, Dusty Tannins. Um, <laughs> That'd it, be a great drag name. <laughs> it's a fantastic one. I only I wear purple. I love it. Uh, it does, um, according to its uh, the vineyard folks, mm-hmm. its tech sheet. Uh, it, it opaque, yes, good. We got all of that pungent nose. Yep. Although they said a hint of olive, which I did not get. I did not get olive on the nose. But again, um, maybe when some of this alcohol burns off. Maybe. I'm just going to um, some swirling. But it does say that um, it adds back end lift and cut. Now that sounds like a terrible procedure one gets in a, a doctor's office. <laughs> maybe maybe in Brazil, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you have to go out of the country. Cardassian sponsored. <laughs> um, a back end lift and cut. But um so maybe that's what I'm not getting is the back end lift and cut. I don't know. Yeah, that's you're getting a little bit of the acid that kind of brings it up like that, but in the alcohol is really what's driving through here. It's really carrying through. So I'm I'm just gonna keep swirling and let some of this alcohol burn off and let some of this some of the acids kind of open up and flavors open up because I think there's something interesting in here and I want to get to it. I want to see what that Merlot is doing in there. Yeah. I think, Cause I think, you know, what's funny is it does say, as I sort of flip around through its website, that the 2020 version of this, which uh-huh. I find odd to, I find a little tricksy to believe I'm not going to lie. The 2020 version of this same wine is all Garnacha, but it's still described as being opaque and purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think the Merlot is not adding a lot in the way of color because the Garnacha Tintorera is is already so dark. Oh, all right, maybe. I think. Oh, wait, the, sorry, it does say Garnacha Tintorera, hundred percent. My I, I, bad. I think the um, reading the Merlot in this is probably because uh, twenty nineteen was a really hot year and they just needed to mellow it out a little bit. So they Damn added, grapes was having hot girl summer. They was having hot girl. They, well, it was the last one, because last summer they didn't have hot girl summer. No, they, they stayed know. inside. They stayed inside, and they wore their masks. They did no flamenco dancing. Nope. There was some hand harvesters out there in masks, too. Yep. Oh, these grapes are all hand-picked as well, which is ridiculous considering the price point. It was like $10. Dude, which actually almost makes me feel bad. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, I think it was 10 or 11 bucks. It wasn't expensive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been I'm, swirling a little bit. I like a good this... swirl. It do, it is a very fun swirl because the whole glass like changes color and and them thick legs is nice. Yeah. Okay. Better. Better. It's better. It needs it needs another fifteen minutes, but it definitely uh, is coating my mouth in a different way now. I'm not getting the burn. So we um, should have bre- we should have breathed. Damn we it. We should have breathed. We should have. Damn breathed. it, Neil. And then Niel. Uh, probably decanted. Um, in a fat bottom jeans decanter. In a fat bottom jeans decanter, but it, the tannins Apple are interesting jeans, now. Boots They've, with the fur. You know, that's that is my mom's favorite song. I I'll come like I'll go visit her in, in her little golf cart gated community in Arizona, 
Hi, mom. I hope you're listening. She's uh, got her 24 wine bottle suitcase with her, as we already learned. Her 24 she's bottle our favorite person. Exactly. And she'll just be kind of wandering around, like wiping the kitchen counters, just going boots with the fur. That's amazing. <laughs> In her 67 degrees home when it's 118 outside. Right. Yeah. There's no boots with the fur in Arizona. That's not where that song is for, kids. Uh, though, ironically, is it for Florida? Florida. Um, but the um, yeah, that's that's funny. I do like that though. <laughs> it's a good image, right? It's fun. It's a fun. It's a fun mom song to be humming and cleaning to. It's a fun song for any of us to hum and clean to. Let's all do it later. Um, but I'm not yeah, we later. Need, it's we, it, no, I'm, I'm not, not cleaning, cleaning later. I mean, I wasn't gonna actually clean. I'm gonna be puttered at best. <laughs> puttered about the kitchen. What's interesting about this, as it's warming up and opening up, is that the the tannins have become a lot more present. I was gonna say the, that one hit me right on the front of the tongue, baby. Yeah, right. Boop. Teeth and gums are kind of coated. Yeah. And whereas before, the tannins were very much at the back of my throat. I'm gonna make but, this noise. Yeah, stringent and drying, but they're still not grippy or crunchy. They're still dusty. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, I think given some time. This wine is going to be really nice and will probably be fantastic with uh, like a merguez, like a fatty grilled lamb sausage. Jen's making a face. Um, <laughs> I don't like lamb. It makes me sad. But you, it, you're in Astoria during I know, Greek that's probably, fest. Why it, that's probably why it makes me sad because I just see them on spits and yards yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but um, I do think anything like heavier like i don't get any olives on the taste but i'd fucking devour a bowl of olives while i was drinking this or a muffaletta oh yeah that's fancy yeah nice olive tapenade and oh yeah nice tapenade Tapping that's ad. nice. Yeah, that's nice. Who doesn't nice. like those? You can make that yourself. You just squish them up. Tap an ad. <laughs> just squish them up. That's, that's. You should call like the National Tap and Ad Council and say, I hey, I, hey I, I've I got should. a slogan for you. <laughs> I got I got a, I got a, uh, a recipe. Uh, you take the olives, you squish them up. Squish and then them you up. put them in a bowl. And uh, you got yourself a tap and ad. You're tap welcome. Tap ad. You're welcome. <laughs> Sweet tap and ad. <laughs> <laughs> Because my voice got a little Boston in that sentence, it was a little I, weird. I I don't know. It was like this weird, it's like Flushing who moved yeah. to Boston. <laughs> yeah, was trying was, to the, fit the in. nanny named Fran was suddenly living in <laughs> in Southie. Like. Yeah, exactly. How do you like them apples, Mister Sheffield? <laughs> That's amazing. I need I need Marky Mark Wahlberg and Leonardo DiCaprio to make this movie. <laughs> that's phenomenal um, i don't think we're allowed to call him marky mark anymore didn't um, he have a fit about that well he doesn't listen so it's that's fine. a good point and he's racist yeah there we go i really hope he doesn't listen now and then annie named friend <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be endlessly entertaining i think we should take a little break and let this wine open up some more what and we'll come... <laughs> just while i've hit my boston meets long island queen streak <laughs> I'm saving you, dear listeners, I promise. These people have been plugging their ears for a solid minute and a half. <laughs> uh, we'll let this open up. We'll come back, give it another taste, and we'll talk about maybe some deeper pairing suggestions and what to look forward to in episode two of the Granacha Trilogy. The two Granachas. <laughs> the two Granachas. <laughs> Thank you. 
So swirl, 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 swirl. We have been swirling our glasses of Neil, trying to let it open up because, uh, as we told you before, we probably should have let this decant a little bit before we tried drinking it. Um, it's been a while, and I think we could probably give it a little tasty poo and see uh, how our thoughts have changed. I, I, my thoughts may have changed tremendously. Hmm. Tremendously. Who knows? Who knows? Still got a pretty sharp nose. You know, actually, my thoughts have changed tremendously. Not tremendously, but a little bit. Mm -hmm. Definitely easier. Definitely yeah. less sharp booze, booziness. And I'm getting that olive. I'm, I, can I actually am getting the fucking olive, yeah. man. There's like a, a, a salinity but with, uh, with a vegetal taste to it. So it's like, yeah, that's olives. Yeah. That's what that is. Look yeah. at that. Huh. Just Who when knew? I was going to call that one site a liar. <laughs> I already did call them a liar. I take it back. I apologize. So but yeah, you can you can definitely, you know, this is definitely more enjoyable. And I don't know if that's um, typical of all of this particular grape varietal mm -hmm. that that maybe we should maybe as a rule, folks, we would recommend letting this varietal breathe and decanting it in your apple bottom jeans. I think I think that's probably a good call because as as we were as we were uh, letting it breathe here and swirling away, uh, did some quick little research. Um, Garnacha Tintorera is the same as Alicante Boche, which um, is compared to some of the big California Zinfandels and other big bodied full or or as a substitute for like if you 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 like big bold wines and you want to reach out and try something new, this is a grape that would be recommended to you. So I think yeah, some decanting would really help this and and some air maybe a good 20 30 in between minutes. the research we also talked about new kids on the block and foreigner, so <laughs> and and foreigner and uh, i think there was some ball talk in there there was some Ten ball talk tennis balls and american gladiators yes and just regular balls in my <laughs> and case. regular so balls you know too. we talked about a lot of things <laughs> it was, you know, we when, when you're when you're giving your wine time to breathe and mature it's only important to have uh, mature conversations, mature around conversations. plus uh, also if this is a trilogy then eventually we will have to release the direct cut and we're gonna need some good extra footage for that's the true. people that's true and now uh, we have it uh, good footage that... with shirtless dan in the background giggling away when you when you do big laughs he laughs really he laughs also even though he doesn't know what you're laughing at he is, it's, it, it's it's got to be really hard for him to just hear my side of what's going and on it doesn't look hard it looks like he's enjoying it so well, that's, that's because he is an enjoyable delightful person as i say that's because he loves you and he's like oh my god sean's laughing and that means jen's wonderful i think that's how the thought process that's goes. that's it yeah it definitely yes. uh, ties back <laughs> to you that reminds me i saw i saw a meme today um that said, make sure to take selfies with every celebrity you come across oh. uh, because you never know when they'll die and you'll need to make it about you. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but also wowzers. I've missed out on a couple. I'm not going to lie that I didn't bother. Yeah, just selfies. didn't bother. And, and yeah, it's fine. I think it's fine. I also think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Because um, celebrities sometimes are just trying to do stuff, you know, like eat or go to the store. Shop. Yeah. By aspirin. We had when I was a, when I was a baby waitress here in New York. Um, I was at a place that was right in the middle of like right across from Lincoln Center. So, uh, you know, while not a famous restaurant by any shakes, it just mm -hmm. was in a, a, a good location for celebrities and the like. Um, and uh, I had a very grande habit uh, of making an ass out of myself in front of all of them. But one I did not necessarily make an ass out of, but who came into the restaurant was Jerry Seinfeld. And uh -huh. um 
I have since met him a couple times. I didn't bring up this moment, whatever, it's fine. But um, this first time, uh, I wasn't even his waitress, but I happened to be at the host stand when some paparazzi like came in and, were, and they wanted to be able to take pictures of him eating from inside the restaurant out. And we were like, no, you have a yeah. sidewalk, get back outside, let the man fucking eat. Like what? It's so weird that you're going to like let him have his spaghetti. Come on. And also like, you're going to like now come in a restaurant and shoot from the inside out. Like what restaurant says yes to you? I would imagine none of them. So no, go no, away. No, no good ones anyway. Right. Yeah. It's, it was, it's, it struck me as such as like, it was the first time coming from like small town USA that I was like, that's a thing. Like, come on. That's stupid. Stupid paparazzi. But I also did shout uh, practically in his face. Cause I, was told he was out on our little patio dining this particular celebrity and so everybody knew i was a huge fan and so they're like jen go outside he's out there and i was like i went out there and i didn't see him and so i was standing next to a table but i didn't see this particular celebrity and i thought everyone was fucking with me so i and then i realized <laughs> we had this rug on the ground that covered like the subway grate so that the cockroaches couldn't come up out of the subway gate at twilight um that's the thing they do it's not just vampires that like twilight it's also cockroaches um so we would cover it with this rug and the rug was sort of off center and so i turned to shout like back into the restaurant but in what ended up being into the customer's face who was sitting right at my right, who the fuck moved this rug? And turns out the customer right to my right was in fact Denzel Washington, who I had been <laughs> sent out there to see. And he said, not me. And I was like, good thing, dude. And then just walked away and cried. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're such a tool. But he actually said bye to me. He was like, you're fun, bye. And I was like, oh my God, you're dreamy, bye. <laughs> I didn't that's, say that out loud, but I really fantastic. wanted to. It was so good. Yeah, it's so dumb. Because there was like nobody else out there. And so I was cursing like a sailor. Not that, that, not that, that people stopped me. But anyway, <laughs> so let's focus a smidge, not on Denzel, which I could smoke, focus on for some time. But, um, you know, so while we did not get a pure garnacha. That's true. We did not. We do enjoy what we had. And I we we would suggest, as we have suggested now a couple times, uh, that you should definitely have this. Uh, decanted. Yep. This get some air. Get 20, 20, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Even maybe a little longer would be fine. I, yeah. Yeah. We've, we've not been on suffer. for about 30 minutes and I would have given it a little more time if I could have. Um, all of the suggested pairings for this grape are big, bold ass foods. Yeah. Lamb also buco with black olives and fennel, which now I want to make. Um, that sounds except delightful. Except not the lamb. I would do like a beef ostrich. You do, do a veal, yeah. Yeah. Ostrich nope. steaks with yeah, mustard Yeah, give me an ostrich sauce. steak with fucking mustard rohirrim. Right? The rohirrim has been mustard to my <laughs> ostrich steak, and I'm going to enjoy it with this vino. Yeah, that would be great. You and know, typical big, black pepper steaks. Yeah. You know, your steak au poivre kind of stuff. That would be awesome with this. Yeah. Um, so this is this is a this is a big boldy. This like for me this would be I wish it was colder outside. Yeah. This is a it's chilly and I want I want something with some grip to it. Yeah, some dusty grip. Some dusty grips. <laughs> dusty tannins. Coming dusty at grips you. is the lesser burlesque act. Uh, <laughs> dusty but, grips my my backup. <laughs> yeah, just you know for the days that dusty tannins is booked. Um definitely all of those things. It's a you know, but regular Garnacha had we managed to pick a better, well, not a better bottle, but the bottle we intended. Right. Um, it's a big grape, folks. It's why it's worth spending three episodes yeah. on. It's the second most planted grape in all of Espana. 
which we have to remember plants more grapes than anywhere else in the world. If you think back to our Tempranillo episode, uh, I believe it's numero uno. That's still Spanish. Was it uno? Isn't Tempranillo the first? No, Malbec was first. Ah, whatever. It was back in season uno. No, no, I meant the most planted grape. Oh, yeah. Not our episodes. (laughs) My mistake. My, yeah, I yes. don't know what I don't yes. listen. I don't know what episode I recorded yesterday, <laughs> let alone uh, six months ago. Tempranillo is, in fact, the most planted red grape in ah. Spain. Uh, Ariane is the most planted grape in Spain, but they've got Spain's Fun got fact, more. It's where the Arians got their no. I just said it's not remotely true. <laughs> don't, friends, please don't quote us on. Don't anything. ever say that out loud again in association with either of our names, even though I'm half German. But that I'm just e- saying. Even though, even don't though, say it out loud. Uh, yeah, so you, Spain's got more land under vine than any other country in the world. Um, there's questioning whether China is coming up on that and whether China will, in fact, be the largest wine producer, wine grower um, in the world very shortly. They're growing huge swaths of Grenache because it's a very hardy grape. Huge swaths! Swaths. And like when, when Floraxra, which you know is a little, uh, little louse that came in and decimated... Fucking louses. Fucking louse. Came in and desiccate, decimated, and probably desiccated too. They the, also uh, desecrated. They yeah. just they they said bad religious things over it. They they just destroyed the wines in Europe, and for a while it looked like like wine was going. And then away. they defamated it. <laughs> and then they def- they did all the They're aideds. Like, that wine sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but they they destroyed vast crops yeah. like. And it looked like wine was going away forever until some brilliant guy from Texas realized you can take American rootstock, which is resistant to phylloxera, and graft it on to European vines. And all of a sudden, you've got your Venus vinifera international grapes growing on American uh, rootstock, and it puts up with those little louses. And, and and you know what? It's not often that we say brilliant and Texas in the yeah, same right? sentence. So that's Every it's nice. Then. It's a nice Every treat. It's, it's good to remember that you know, they weren't J.R. always Ewing, terrible. We could talk about, you know, that was sure. a great show. And then um, also this guy. And also this guy, uh, whose name I I did know at one point in time, but I've, I've Let's lost it. Let's go with it. Cowboy Tim. Cowboy Tim, the, the uh, botanist. Who saved the international wine world. And that's just, you know, America coming to save Europe again and again. Uh, Also, don't ever quote me on saying that. So salty, Sean. (laughs) Please, please don't ever say that in association with my name. Uh, Uh, I mean, we'd all be speaking, you'd all be speaking German, am I right? (laughs) uh, (laughs) But anyway, so Grenache. Big or Grenache, since we're in Spain. Yeah, it's a hearty wine. It's a hearty grape. And it, it really brought back the the Spanish wine industry as a whole. Um, once we started grafting onto those vines, it was able to fight a little harder. It deals well with bad weather, which is why it's a grape that's going to continue to flourish throughout climate change. Fingers crossed, you am know, I right? It's and it's really it's a powerhouse wine. And if you take go to Australia, where they used to make almost only fortified wines back in the day. Uh, their winemaking was not the top tier wine that it is now, but they used Grenache all the time to make these incredible, sweet, sweet fortified wines to, that would last in that Australian heat. Oh my gosh, that would have gone so good in my fig compote. Ooh, fig compotes. With, I mean, I put regular Portuguese port right in there, but some fortified Australian wine would have made it ooh good with the yeah. shrimp on the body. 
Was that Grenache uh, as that terrible? As, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. No, it's fine. The only thing I could say is Team Seams because uh, because I've, I've seen the the Muriel's wedding a lot. <laughs> That's my best Australian phrase. Other people have shrimp on the Barbie. I have Team Seams. So if you wanna if you wanna prepare, <laughs> Sean's like, I'm nope, just, just, just skipping over this. <laughs> Not a thing that I'm gonna address. She's lost her mind. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna prepare for episode two of the trilogy, uh, with, and and have some snacks standing by, Spanish Grenache pairs really well with things like manchego cheese and you know uh, chorizo sausages. Wait, are we staying in Spain for the Empire Strikes Grenache? I think we are, because we're gonna have real Grenache. Oh, right. And then in, in the return of the Grenache, we'll have French. Perhaps. We'll go over to France or, or Australia, but probably France. Probably France. Probably France. Um, so prepare yourself. I totally grab some. the trilogy streams there. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, you know, it's okay. Ghostbusters 3 wasn't any good either. That's true. But Ghostbusters 2 did have that Bobby Brown song on your own. So good song. <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna have to. Yep. We're having no. a dance party. Don't really remember the words. <laughs> <laughs> but I can Never do this dance to what I'm doing. <laughs> Woo! A uh, quick tip about our bottle of Neil here that I just noticed. Um, Niall is how I'm going to pronounce it. Niall. Uh, don't drink this if you're going back to work. Because my teeth and my tongue are purple. <laughs> and I oh have my had... god, you're not lying! Yeah. Half a glass. Do Holy not... Holy crap, friends. <laughs> this is not a drink. You're... This... Okay, reason number 876 to read the label, unlike Sean and I did this episode, but look what we've learned for you with yep. our folly. This is not a sneaky wine you can have on your lunch break. This is this is not a cheeky little glass of wine with your burger. This is, you're going to get called out for having purple teeth. Or conversely, since I'm a sneaky fuck, get yourself one of those like grape lollipops <laughs> and then walk back in the office sucking on a lollipop. Uh, and, and your coworkers will be like, are you seven? Is it seven year old day? And then you could say something like, no, it's national lollipop day. Didn't you know they were giving these out at the bank? And then when you pull the lollipop out, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's the one turned your teeth great purple. And you could be like, yes. And then trip over because you've also been drinking. Right, but you're drunk, so but you should just sit down. <laughs> just sit down. So tips galore here. So full of something. And it <laughs> might be tips. <laughs> There's just been so much information pouring out. <laughs> it is no longer bottled up in this episode. Uh, the first of our Grenache trilogy, or Grenache trilogy. Um, this was kind of exciting, discovering a new wine. I'd never really it had. It was. No, no, it's very, it, this is this is very exciting. I, I you know, I, I recall uh, being at the end of multiple tri trilogies, as the first film of multiple trilogies, and being like, when does the next one drop? Yeah. I can tell you, everybody at home, you, it comes out on schedule. Uh <laughs> I was gonna say it is not next year, kids. It's just next week. It's fine. yeah, it's just it's next week. Fine. Next next Wine's Day. It'll be there. Uh, be prepared. Have your ready. Spanish treats standing by so you can uh, trademark drink along with us. Yeah, and trademark have Spanish treats all the time because just yeah. nibbling Spain. on manchego cheese is, is should be everyone's manchego pastime. cheese or tarone or almonds or like dried sausages and chorizos. Like, come on. My God, kids! You should have a spread by next episode. I I ex, ex, uh, expect um, a charcuterie. And if couture. you're so interested and want to join our Patreon, we'll put a picture of our own spreads. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. On our only Patreons, you can see our spread. 
How do you like them apples? <laughs> but yeah, just go to patreon.com slash bottled up and you can find us there and you can help support this podcast and help us grow and get ready for our live episode. Live events. Where we live do not events. promise that we will not dye your teeth purple. No. Can't promise that. No, we don't. Pro- I mean, listen, honestly, do we, we barely promise to teach you stuff. guys. That's also true. Our hey, pop quiz, light. who died? Huh? Are y'all shouting it out? You're shouting it out. Maybe this time shout it out in Spanish. Juan el dos. Juan el dos. <laughs> <laughs> el rey. Oh, uh, fantastic. So raise your glass to the Argonese, friends, because without the Argonese, counties wouldn't have joined and Spain wouldn't have had grapes. Well, that might have been the Sardinians. And eh. I wouldn't have uh, the movie-sized poster of Aragorn. So uh, I think go. that those things are all true. Um, Direct related. connection. Super good, right? <laughs> you can practically draw a historical line. Yep, from Sardinia to Jen's bedroom. Yep, yep. <laughs> where Vito yep. Morganson is brooding over the bed. For years, my ex-husband hated it. Take it down. He couldn't stand it. He was like, "That's insane. Why is that?" But he also didn't like. I also had these little egg, these little like thing, kitchen utensils had this cute little egg on it. If anybody's ever been to TJ Maxx, you've seen them. They're there. Uh, and he didn't like those either because they were looking at him too. And I think maybe he was in the mafia. I don't know. The point is. <laughs> Get an issue with people looking at him, and Vigo is staring in the return. Yeah, of yeah, those, those are those are smoldering eyes. They are smoldering. Smoldering. Well, I'm gonna go smolder the rest of this wine. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> not the right verb. Let's play an ad libs of, of podcast now, Sean. <laughs> it's you. We. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for joining us on this first episode of the Granacha trilogy. I'm Sean. I'm Jen. And Adios. Adios. Hey there, thanks for coming along on this epic part one of the Garnacha Trilogy. Hopefully you were able to join Jen and I and drink along as we sampled our bottle of Neil Garnacha Tintorera, also known as Alicante Boche. Make sure you're subscribed on whichever podcast listening platform you prefer so that you can ensure that you get the timeliest of delivery of our future episodes. Season two is going to be a whammy, so make sure you're subscribed. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like it and give us a nice review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you happen to be listening. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Bottled Up Podcast on Instagram at bottled underscore up underscore podcast or go check out our Patreon patreon.com slash bottled up podcast if you want to reach out to us you can reach us on any of those platforms Facebook, Instagram, or Patreon or you can hit us at our email which is bppodcast at gmail.com we always like hearing from our listeners whether it's with questions, comments, or just ideas for future episodes feel free to get in touch, we love to hear from you and with that, raise a glass and have a good night <laughs>